This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Well, hello, friends and family. My name is Dara. This is Dear Hallmark. This is a space where we talk about Hallmark Channel, Great American Family, Up TV, and all that good stuff. It has been quite a minute since we've last talked, and we have so much to catch up on. First, though, I want to say cheers to everyone, both new and old, who have been who have been listening, who just started listening. Welcome in. Ni hao. Bienvenidos. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for deciding to come into the home of Dear Hallmark. Um, we're just going to chill out. Chill out, Max, relax, all cool, and talk about some Hallmark Channel and stuff. So whether you're cleaning, um, doing your bills, putting the kid down for a nap, or you're driving, I just imagined this is your Hallmark friend, your Hallmark bestie, catching you up on all things Hallmark Channel. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about a royal Christmas crush and winter castle and this is a listener's choice episode which we'll get into in the listener's choice segment but just kind of giving you a rundown on what you can expect so first we have some news um jill wagner and paul green are set to star in a great american family movie that has a military aspect i'm looking forward to it Jill Wagner is one of my favorite actresses in this genre. She first captivated me with Harvest Wedding, where she played opposite Victor Wapstow, you know. And so I am going to watch anything she's in within this genre, whether she's on Up TV, Great American Family, or Hallmark, because Jill is just Jill. Okay. And so I wanted to let you guys know about that. And also Danica has uh, two movies coming out. With Great American Family, her fall movie is called Swing Into Romance, where, she'll be, where, where she will be playing opposite David Hayden Jones. And then her Christmas movie is a royal, the, or I should say the royal Christmas movie, where she's playing opposite Damon Runyon. Um, and so that's something to look forward to. Now, two of the biggest pieces of news, which is why I'm glad I waited until tonight. I am recording this on a Thursday night. I waited until tonight, and I'm so glad I did because we have two big piece, two big pieces of news. The first one is that the Screen Actors Guild, SAG-AFTRA, they are striking at 12.01 Pacific Standard Time. And so there is a list of things that SAG members can and cannot do. And they have put up the strike order on their Instagram. I'll link their Instagram account in the bio. I'm sorry, in the in the show notes. Oh my gosh. Does the cobwebs. Your girl was on vacation and the fog is still there. Hello. You know, like when you when you're on vacation, you come back, right? And you go to work and you're just like, where am I? Who was I? Who am I? Because who I was on vacation is not who I am now. And so I have to catch up to my reality self because when I'm on vacation, I, I'm living my dream. Money is no object. Food is what's a calorie? What What's a carbohydrate? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have all the money I want. I can eat whatever I want when I'm on vacation. Then you come back to reality and you're just like, wait, what? They're boundaries? I have to go to work? That's how I got this money? <laughs> when I tell y'all I was in such a fog this entire week at work, I had to keep going back. Wait, what am I doing this for? <laughs> Woo, child. Okay. <laughs> I know y'all feel me. Oh, gosh. I hadn't been on a non like Hallmark related vacation in a couple years. So this one, I really just vegged out. And speaking of which, 
Y'all, I started watching the Golden Girls. <laughs> I know I'm mad late. I, okay, let's just get that out the way. I understand I am mad late, right? But I'm here. This was over vacation. This was my first time actually sitting and watching an episode. I don't even know what season Hallmark was playing, but I just had the the TV on Hallmark the entire time. And so throughout my vacation, I kept finding myself more and more getting excited to watch Golden Girls at night to the point where I've now continued it in my real life and it's on Hulu and so I'm starting it from the beginning and watching all the episodes in order. And it's it's my new, like, go-to-bed show. And I really like it. I really do. I think I'm in the middle of season one. So I, di I did a mad tangent, but welcome to Dear Hallmark because I was talking about the sag after strike. <laughs> and so getting back to the strike, there are things that the SAG members are allowed to work on and things that they aren't. And they have put up their strike order that you can read in their stories on Instagram. And then they also put up kind of an Instagram post version of it. And so I'll link the Instagram post version of it in the show notes here. But if you're curious, want to find out more, um, be sure to check out the sag website and all of that. Now, the biggest hullabaloo, the biggest scuttlebutt that's been scuttlebutting around the neighborhood, around the Hallmark cul-de-sac, is Hallmark announced on Tuesday that November 5th to the 9th, 2024, you, human being who likes Hallmark, you have the opportunity, the chance to go on a Hallmark Channel Christmas cruise. You will be sailing from Miami, Florida to Nassau, Bahamas. Yeah. And they have a whole website up, hallmarkchannelcruise.com, that will be linked in the show notes as well. And there's going to be photo ops, panels, ugly sweater contest, tree lighting, movie premiere, karaoke, cookie decorating, wine tasting because Hallmark Channel has a line of wines and they don't want you to forget it. And so it's going to be a floating event and um, that's happening and People Magazine announced it so I feel like it's going to sell out like hot cakes. And there is a pre-sale link where you can go to join a list where you get well you'll get a chance to book a room. So I still don't know if there's a guarantee that you'll get a room. And then of course there's options whether you're rooming with two, three or four people or it's just yourself, what have you. Their Hallmark Channel Cruise website, it'll be in the show notes. Um but everybody was just like, "Oh my gosh." What do we do? What are you doing? What a, and you know, it's, people are weighing the pros and cons of it. Hashtag Christmas con. Hashtag Rama drama. Um, trying to weigh what they want to do if they want to do the cruise or do Christmas con or they're holding out for Rama drama to announce something. So there's a, and I've been getting DM'd. People are like, girl, what are we doing? Listen, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what we're doing. All I know is that they're, they doing a cruise. That's all I know for right now. So the link is in the show notes. Poke around, see what sugars your tea, what jams your biscuit, and then let me know what's up. Um, well, what we're going to do now, we are going to take a break. And then when I come back, we are going to talk about a royal Christmas crush and Winter Castle. And there's a reason why we are talking about those two movies specifically. So what I want you to do is to stay tuned and come back and find out. <music> Thank you. 
Welcome back, everybody. So, A Royal Christmas Crush is the first Christmas movie presented to the viewers here from Hallmark Channel. It is our first Christmas in July movie. It stars Katie Cassidy and Steven Hazar. And if you wanted me to tell you what A Royal Christmas Crush is about, here's what I would say. You have a woman who's an architect. Her uncle calls her and says... I need you. Could you come up to this ice castle to just kind of like uh, go over the final details or whatever? And she's like, you know, I don't know. You think I'm, I'm, I should do it? And he's like, yeah, come on. And he's like, she's like, okay. So he brings her up to speed with the basis of the project, what he's doing, and he builds this ice castle for this royal family of the land who always gets an ice castle built every year just so they can fool la la and say, ooh, we got an ice castle, right? So as he's giving her the tour, she looks at the picture and she's like, oh, so this is the royal family. Who that there? And she and he said, that's the prince. And she said, mm, he look good, but is he good? And then the director of operations comes over and she says, first of all, stop looking at him like that. He's the prince. Who are you? She's like, I'm not looking at him in any type of way. And the director of operations, she's like, yes, you are. You practically drooling, foaming at the mouth over the guy. She's like, well, my bad. I mean, is he not cute? So then the royal family comes, and the prince is like, oh, gosh, yo, like, I'm here. I see this this young girl, this young woman's trying to get with me, but I see you there. I haven't met you before. Who are you? You're new. What What are you about? He gets to know Katie's caster, uh, character, I think her name is Ava. They begin to spend more time together. He spends time between the Winter Castle and the Royal Manor that's near the Winter Castle. And I have to keep reminding myself that they have a Royal Manor that's near the Winter Castle. And then there's a Christmas ball that he needs to bring her to. But the director of operations is trying to get her daughter to go with the prince because she's trying to get her daughter and the prince together. So she's trying to finagle situations where they are alone together. But that always goes awry because Prince Henry, what's his, is that his name? Let's call him Henry. Prince Henry is filling Ava. Is that her name? Is that Ava? Did I watch this movie? <laughs> I promise you I did. <laughs> it is Ava. His name is Henry, okay? <laughs> but um, they keep feeling each other. They go on little romantic um, rendezvous. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, she's everything. And then they get together. Oh, gosh. Okay, here's the thing. So I did my initial YouTube review when I freshly watched the movie. And it's been almost a week. I've had some time to chew on it, meditate, metacrate, and really sit with the movie. Did I watch it again? No, I would never do that to myself. But some people said I was really gracious. And I really was trying to be. Like, I don't want to tear movies down maliciously or say things for the sake of entertainment when it comes to talking about how much I don't like a movie you know what I'm saying but at the same time when I was sitting with this I was like why did I give it a three <laughs> a three some people thought my 2.75 was very generous and if I were to give it a new crown rating, I would give it a two, right? One for the ice castle, and then one for the two Christmas trees that flank the entrance, because I like them, and I thought they were pretty. Um, My biggest, hugest bone to pick with this movie is Steven's accent, y'all. I, I said this in my YouTube review, my is sensitive now i am no dialect coach i'm not an accent expert but it was crystal i'm talking you you take a bounty paper towel crystal like you can windex it you know what i'm saying it was crystal clear that he was surfing in and out of those accents and what I didn't really, what I forgot to even add up 
is that we were in a Scandinavian country. It was called Frioland or something like that. But he was a British... And it was interesting because he would say her last name in a Scandinavian way. Because as Americans, we would say her name is Ava Jensen. But he always called her Ava Jensen. Which I'm like, okay. But then he would speak British... But then there are some moments I'm like, was, did he just talk regular right there? <laughs> and the biggest thing to knock me out of a movie is, is the misuse of an accent. So with A Jolly Good Christmas with um, our guy Will Kemp, while that accent was the most unnecessary, uh, egregious thing that could have been done to that movie, I think the background of London saved the accent for me. And Reshma, what's her name? What's her name, Reshma? I like the leading lady in that movie, to say the least. And then The Wedding Veil. Speaking of Winter Castle, The Wedding Veil. Kevin McGarry's Boston accent in the first one was wild and crazy kids to me. And it, 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 it was a lot. But you know what saved it? the costumes that suit was suiting huh Lacey's dresses were dressing thanks to Geraldine Detienne huh so in any event that was one of the biggest things that knocked me out of a royal Christmas crush um another thing that I meditated metacrated chewed on marinated simmered on there wasn't a lot of Christmas in it for me the wintriness of the ice castle, I felt overpowered it, and I cared more about the ice of it all than the Christmas of it all. I felt like this wasn't really a Christmas movie. I think I felt like the much like how a scenery um, for one of our destination movies sometimes sometimes the destination can overpower and pick up the slack for where a story lacks. I think that was the case in this movie. Unfortunately, that the ice castle took up the slack for where everything lacked. Um, I did like Katie, though. I really did like Katie, and I want to see her in more Hallmark movies. I would love to see her in a spring Hallmark movie, if we still do um, Hallmark movies in the spring. I would love to see a Hallmark movie in this, like, in this season of spring, and it be springy with flowers and rain and all of that. I want to see that. Um, she gives me Ariel Kibble vibes and I don't, Kibble, Ariel Kibble vibes, um, a little bit with her eyes and just her mannerisms a little bit. I really enjoyed her, really, really enjoyed her. But, um, this whole movie could have been past. <laughs> Y'all, when I tell you, I've, I actually have deleted a movie really fast from my queue, but this movie was deleted. I don't need to watch it again, unfortunately. And oh, this is the third movie with Steven in it that we've gotten this year that I haven't liked. And I don't understand what's going on. We had Avalanche in a Can, a.k.a. Love at Glacier National at the top of the year. Then we had the Jane DeSilva Mysteries with Jody Sweeten, where he was barely in it. And now we have this. I'm like, can we give my dude a break? Can we give him a break? We got to give him a better movie. He had Undercover Holiday last year. So he went from Undercover Holiday to Avalanche in a Can to Jane De Silva. Where is Carmen Sandiego? And then we have Royal Christmas Crush. Oh, I just had a petty alternative title. I'm not going to say it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> but, um... This wasn't it, y'all. This just wasn't it. Unfortunately, for me, in my opinion, this was not it. Um, the whole uh, storyline of them trying to find something in her past that would prevent her from getting in a relationship with Prince Henry. And guess what the thing was? I'm about to spoil the mess out of this movie. They found out her ex... <laughs> Her ex-fiance was like a white-collar criminal and he committed financial crimes or something. I'm like, wow. 
But I did appreciate that he stuck up for her, that he didn't immediately think that, oh, she tried to swindle me and blah, 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 blah. But she was like, he said, no, we need to hear her side of the story. We need to hear what happens to her. Um, the biggest thing that I feel like everybody is talking about, because I did listen to a couple of reviews and I didn't notice it too when I watched it. <laughs> Um, after he gave his speech and after he got off the phone with the King of Sweden, um, he supposedly got a text from Ava. But when you, when you look at the phone as he's looking at the text, you can see that it actually looks like he's looking in his photos app on his, cause he has an iPhone. So it looks like he's looking in his photos app cause you see the grid of photos at the bottom lining up ready for you to press it so it looks like he's looking at a photo of a text because it also has the date on it at the top and it says march 12th so one can deduce that he's actually looking at the photo of a text and not the text itself <sighs> y'all this is very very sad something good to come out of it though i mean they became romantically involved after the movie that's cool right they did a few they did their live together it was only 10 minutes um or i and i use live in quotation marks they also did an interview with suspenders and buttoned um and did they do any other interviews I don't, i'm not sure but um, that's cool that they got connected from the movie. Great for them. Um, so let's get into the relationship of Royal Christmas Crush to Winter Castle. This brings me to listener's choice. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Oof, low budget podcast. We ain't got no sound effects. <laughs> but anyway, um... I put out a post about a month ago for people's suggestions on what they wanted to hear on the podcast. And I called it listener's choice and it's pinned up. It's the first picture that you'll find when you um, go to dear Hallmark's Instagram account. And ew, why does it feel like I was speaking in the third person? Ew, that was weird. Okay. But I do separate myself from the dear Hallmark podcast. So that's why I said that. Um, when you go on the Dear Hallmark IG page, you'll see the listener's choice post and writer Jess 04 suggested to review when I review a newer movie to review an older movie that maybe has the same director, same actor, producer, what have you, and then compare the two and see if there's any similarities, differences, so on and so forth. And so I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to do that since they are the Royal Christmas Crush movie used the Ice Castle from the Winter Castle movie starring Kevin McGarry and Amelia Uruup. Ooh, you want to talk about Scandinavian? Hello? We have an authentic Scandinavian right there. So I took the opportunity to rewatch A Winter Castle. I have not seen it before my rewatch. In two years, I first watched it in 2021 when I was on a Kevin McGarry binge because I was like, well, who is this dude? Where he come from? Blah, blah, blah. But I can remember my first impression from the movie was that I didn't like that his character was so unsure of himself. That was something that was a turnoff for me and I didn't like it. And so rewatching it. I can see where he was coming from, but I still didn't. It just still rubbed me the wrong way. It still felt like he was playing both of the women because he was still showing the women. Do I want to say he was leading them on? I don't know, but it still felt like he was, maybe he was leading them on. Maybe, I don't know how else to say it, but to say that. And I think that was the biggest thing that I didn't like for me. But how Winter Castle is far superior than A Royal Christmas Crush is because I'm actually able to focus on the story. I'm invested in the characters. I think it's a, a solid story. I think Amelia is brilliant. She's about to become a my, my Mount Rushmore. I'm about to do an Amelia Ulrich binge. It's about to be on and popping. 
I know I need to watch Nature. Well, I need to rewatch Nature of Love with her, with her, and Christopher Russell. I think I watched that a year ago, but I don't remember. Um, she also did not P.S. I love you. What was it? Don't forget to say I love you. From earlier, what was it? One of those. But I'm about to go on an Amelia binge, and it's about to be on and popping. Um, also, this was a winter movie, so the Winter Castle made sense. In Royal Christmas Crush, the, the Winter Castle almost felt like an afterthought because we kept going back and forth between the manor and the castle, which and I still didn't feel the Christmas. It felt like Christmas wasn't even needed in this. I'm of the school of thought. That if we go to Christmas, we're going to Christmas. We're going to Christmas the mess out of this movie. You better have two Christmas trees in your room. Let me know that it's Christmas. We had a Christmas ball. But what other Christmas things are we, are we doing? You just give me a plate of charcuterie on a buffalo plaid blanket. We could do that in the fall, my God. I need some bona fide, unadulterated Christmasness. Shout out merrymaking and mirth. I need some pure adulterated merrymaking. Okay? In my Christmas movies. I am of the cheesy school of thought, y'all. I'm from that that Hallmark camp that's like, give me contemporary, but leave the cheese shop open. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me know that Christmas is there, that we're Christmasing. And I felt like we weren't Christmasing, but we were wintering in Winter Castle. And this was the first movie that featured the Winter Castle. We got one in 2021 with Baby It's Cold Inside with Steve Lund and Jocelyn Houdon. I can't even begin to tell you the plot of that movie, y'all. I don't need, I don't remember why either of them were there. <laughs> and if you notice, we got two year breaks from each movie. Winter Castle was 2019. Baby It's Cold Inside was 2021. This is 2023. They're like, let's give them two years. Let's, um, you know, let them uh, kind of, um, what am I trying to say? Let them sift out the other movies so that they don't have to focus on the other Winter Castles. They can just focus on this one. Not when you do a movie like this, though. Because when you do a movie like this, it's going to make the other winter castle movies stand out because they're better um winter castle though kevin i want to see kevin and amelia in another movie i don't understand why they haven't been paired again they need to have been paired again i would love to see them in another in another movie um honestly it's hard to even review winter castle because it was just it was borderline perfect compared to Royal Christmas Crush. It's like a four-star movie. I love the relationship between um, Amelia and her sister. I know her name isn't Amelia, but in the movie. But I loved the. Um, I love that it was low stakes in the sense of you even forgot about her veil. Like it wasn't her wedding dress. You know what I'm saying? It was her veil, and then they just made her a veil. Like, this is one of those chill winter movies that you have on in the background while you're making a hot tea. You put on your slippers and then you just crash on the couch and just let it move, like, let it pass on you. You know what I'm saying? You just let it watch you. You don't watch it. This is one of those movies. And I also love seasonal movies. I miss them. I miss them. I do. One of the things I loved about a picture of her that I liked the most about a picture of her is that it felt like a spring movie. We had beautiful flowers. I loved it. I loved, that's what I loved the most. Um, and so, yeah, I'm a seasonal, I'm a seasonal woman. So, and winter is my favorite season outside of Christmas when it comes to the Hallmark movies. So this was a no brainer. Um, like, my gosh, this movie is good compared to Royal Christmas Crush. Um, and Kevin McGarry, he wasn't doing an accent. You know what I mean? Um, I just loved all of the side characters. Like, literally, this Winter Castle 
is the Ice Castle movie out of all three of them. And Royal Christmas Crush and Baby Inside, Baby It's Cold Inside just has to fight for the bottom. Because I want to put both of them in third. And Winter Ice Castle is just standing at gold. Um, I really, really... And now there's this one scene. I put up a reaction of it on my Instagram. I completely forgot that the other woman, Lana, who Kevin McGarry's character Craig invited with him to the wedding, she did a little karaoke on her sprained foot. Did any? Uh, can we? First of all, your foot sprained, honey boo boo. And we're still we're going to do a whole karaoke bit, and she's twirling, and she's doing her thing, and. The singing, I wasn't ready. I was just like, no. And then Kevin got this doe-eyed look on his face. Like like he just fell in love. And I'm like, why are you giving her this expression? You've given Amelia that expression when she's been with her daughter. And you know what I noticed? Amelia spent more time with the daughter than with Craig. Lana tried to spend more time with Craig than with the daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, um, I feel like the Winter Castle was used better in Winter Castle. Um, and the Winter Castle and Royal Christmas Crush has the same director. Her name is Marita Grabia. So, there's that. But, um, I just, if Christmas Crush was just a winter movie and it wasn't a Christmas movie, it may have been better. But I think, I think what does it a disservice is that it tries to be a a Christmas movie, but the Ice Castle overpowers it, even though... We get equal parts manor and ice castle. Um, yeah, it's weird how that works. Well, those are my thoughts about a royal Christmas crush compared to winter castle. Let me know your thoughts. You can leave a voice message. There is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. And I can play it here on the podcast. Or what you can do is you can email your girl. You can email me at dearhallmark at gmail.com. The email will be in the show notes if you forget. Um, but what we're going to do, y'all, I, this, listen, this is, this is a hearty episode. I'm giving you chock full of stew. I'm giving you New England clam chowder. I'm giving you shrimp corn chowder. Something thick for you, some sustenance. This is a healthy episode. Because when we come back from another break, I'm going to talk to you about the August Hallmark movies. You don't want to miss it, so stay tuned. And we're back. So before I get into the August movies, what I want to do is just remind you guys of the three, that's right, three remaining movies that we have coming out this month so this saturday we have take me back for christmas starring vanessa lenges and Corey sevier which i'm very excited about and then moving forward we have hallmark movies and mystery movie not christmas related it's called a lifelong love starring andrea brooks and i believe it is about she finds letters and her friend helps her find the recipient of those letters. It's the gist of it. The boil down gist. And then July 29th actually kicks off Summer Nights with Taylor Cole in our annual Hawaii movie called Aloha Heart. Um, and so that's what we have coming down the pipeline for the rest of July. But let's take a sneak peek at August, shall we? Starting Saturday, August 5th, we have Making Waves. And so this will be within the crux of our Summer Nights lineup. This is basically after, right after Aloha Heart, the following week we are going to have Making Waves. 
starring Holland Roden and Corey Cott. Now these two are not strangers to the Hallmark Network, no, no, no. So Holland Roden starred opposite Tyler Hines in his Christmas movie last year for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Time for Him to Come Home for Christmas. And then Corey Cott was our leading male in the 2021 winter movie that was set in the fall called Butlers in Love. I'm sorry, that was so petty. I am just trying to make it clear that I like my seasonal movies. I like my movies seasoned. Okay. <laughs> but let's talk about making waves. Music executive Amelia, played by Holland Roden, goes to a festival on the Outer Banks to beat out the competition for an elusive new band and discovers that the group is fronted by Will, played by Corey Cott, her childhood summer sweetheart. Over the course of the week, as Amelia tries to convince Will that her company is the better choice for his musical vision, she realizes there might be a conflict of interest, her feeling for him. And before I go on, I also forgot to mention When Calls the Heart, the 10th season of When Calls the Heart premieres July 30th. So for all my hearties out there, you have that to look forward to. Um, and so following Making Waves, we have a safari romance coming out August 12th, and it stars Brittany Bristow and Andrew Walker. I follow both of them on Instagram, and seeing their behind the scenes, I'm actually very excited for this pairing. They both seem like happy-go-lucky people, and they seem like they would work well together in a movie. So I'm excited to see them together on screen. Here is the synopsis of a safari romance. Megan is a research scientist living her dream in South Africa, pursuing a PhD in ethology while working as a ranger on a nature reserve. When Tim, played by Andrew Walker, an American theme park designer, okay, arrives to capture footage for an immersive safari-themed attraction, Megan serves as his guide as they spend time together exploring the savanna to observe giraffes, elephants, and lions in their natural habitats. Romance develops. Knowing that Tim will soon return home, Megan is afraid of giving her heart to someone who lives half a world away. Oh, that's so cute, that ending sentence. Okay. Next, we have, oh, come on, Entertainment Tonight. Oh, these ads are for the birds. Okay. Next, following a safari romance, we have Never Too Late to Celebrate, releasing Saturday, August 19th, and it stars the Pena Vegas, Carlos and Alexa, along with Sherry Miller. So Camilla's played by Alexa Penavega. Her busy schedule at the dental practice where she works has left her exhausted and with little time for her life outside of patient load. When she meets Javi, come on, name, played by Carlos Penavega, a substitute teacher at the school where Camilla's mother, Sherry, played by Miller, works, she takes him up on his offer to join the Spanish class he teaches on the side so she can finally learn the language of her late father. Sparks fly as Javi helps Camilla connect with her Mexican roots. And with her 30th birthday around the corner, Javi encourages Camilla to mark this milestone with a double quinceanera to honor her Hispanic heritage. Not one for big parties. She's hesitant at first but ultimately decides to take the plunge and celebrate in style. Okay, now that seems like a really fun movie. Oh my God. Bah! That seems really fun. Oh, and I think that's so cute. A double quinceanera. And we're celebrating Mexican heritage. I love it. Oh, I really like that. Next! Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all, this is it. Saturday, August 26th. Closing out summer nights. At least I hope so. I hope they don't go into September with summer nights. But the end of August. 
the last Saturday of the month. August 26th. We are getting a Hallmark Mahogany movie. Now, I don't know if you listened to my latest episode where I spoke with the VP of Marketing at Hallmark Mahogany, you would already know this information already. But if you didn't listen, or you came into the home of dear Hallmark a little late, then I'm here to tell you, Hallmark, this will be Hallmark Mahogany's first time premiering a movie exclusively on Hallmark Channel. Since its debut back in August of last year, because it would officially be a year um, coming the end of August, they did a simulcast where they debuted Unthinkably Good Things on Hallmark Drama, Hallmark Channel, and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And after that movie, all of the the subsequent movies all aired on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. This will be the first time that the movie will be airing on Hallmark Channel, as opposed to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. So I'm very curious to see what the ratings will be like now that the movie will be on channel instead of movies and mysteries, if that's going to do something to the to the ratings. And y'all, we're getting a vineyard movie. Can I tell you something? As I've been working through my lists, if you listen to my cooking episode, cooking movie episode, I told you guys I was working through different lists. I realized I like vineyard movies. I don't even drink, but I there's something vacation-y, escapism about a Vineyard movie, and I appreciate it. So I'm happy that we have another Vineyard movie, and that it's a Hallmark Mahogany movie. This one stars Denise Boutte, who I am no stranger to, because that woman has put in work. Do you hear me? She, I remember, I remember first seeing her in Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married? The movie. She was also on Tyler Perry's Meet the Browns, the TV show. And then she did a couple of up TV movies. She did one called Where's the Love, um, where she played opposite Lamont Rucker, who was also her leading man in Meet the Browns and was also supposed to be her love interest in Why Did I Get Married? So I just, where's the love? If you find that on Amazon, please watch it. It was on Up TV. It also stars, um, I was going to call her LaVita. That is not her name. Oh my gosh. Why is her name escaping me right now? This is madness. The woman who directed... <laughs> The woman who directed Unthinkably Good Things. I can only see her character name. I know her name is not Levita Jenkins. That's her character name from the Steve Harvey show. This is going to get on my nerves. In any event, she plays a role in it. it it's a really, really good movie. Um, you guys should look it up. It was it premiered on Up TV and it was it was really, really good. And then it stars Colin Lawrence, who's no stranger to Hallmark Channel. So you guys, I like that we are also getting someone who people have seen on the Hallmark Channel before. This will be our first time as well that we have someone in a mahogany movie who has been in a Hallmark Channel movie prior. Normally, the vibe was you are bringing in African-American actors that are well-known within the Black community, but have but they haven't done a Hallmark movie before. And now um, we are getting two in one. Den this will be Denise's first Hallmark movie, and this will be Colin's. Okay? So here is the premise. So weird. Here's the premise. <laughs> After inheriting her estranged grandmother's winery in Napa Valley. I'm sorry. The movie is called Napa Ever After. That's the title. So after inheriting her estranged grandmother's winery in Napa Valley, Cassandra, I like that name, played by Denise Boutte, a high-powered attorney. Yeah! When I tell you Denise kills these high-powered corporate women roles, I hope we get to see at least 20 minutes of her being um, a boss lady. I just need to see 20 minutes of it because she kills those roles. Okay. Um, Cassandra, a high-powered attorney, takes a sabbatical from her job to renovate the property that was the source of the fractures within her family. With the help of handsome local Alec, played by Colin Lawrence, she learns more about the grandmother she hardly knew and is able to reconcile the past while finally opening herself up to a love like she's never known. Come on, love, open the door! <laughs> Throw away the case! 
<laughs> Y'all, I'm so hyped. Oh gosh, this is so great. Okay, so that was Hallmark Channel. Let's get into Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. So for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, the first movie they are giving us is a sequel. This is the sequel to Big Sky River that we received last year with Kevin Smith and Emmanuel Vaugere. We are um this is Big Sky River the Bridal Path. This comes out Friday, August 11th. So this will come out the day before a safari romance. So, Tara, played by Vaugere, now settled in Montana and dating cowboy Boone, played by Kevin Smith, works to bring their family lives together, but tensions arise as blending their families will be more of a challenge than anticipated. I'm looking forward to this. Big Sky River was one of my favorites from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries last year. It was the slow, beautiful glass of lemonade that I loved. It was slow in the best way. It was grown. You felt it in your back. Do you understand what I'm saying? That movie was what I needed in a Hallmark Mysteries movie. It was everything. I loved it, and I cannot wait to rewatch it. I don't know if it's on Hallmark Movies... Um, what is it? Hallmark Movies Now? Right now? Um, I might need to see when it next premieres or when it next comes on so I can record it on Friendly TV. Shout out, Friendly. Um, so, yes. <laughs> I'm excited about that. And then lastly, you guys, we have Friday, August 18th. The More Love Grows, which stars Rachel Boston and Warren Christie. Now, Rachel Boston, that's that's cousin. We we know her, right? So is Warren Christie. That that's brother, right? But seeing them together, a, and then seeing them on Hallmark movies and mysteries in a non-Christmas context, I am excited about that. The last Warren Christie film I watched was with him and Amy Acker, Dashing Through the Snow, in 2021. And then for Rachel Boston, she gave us a Christmas cookie catastrophe. She gave us a Christmas cookie catastrophe just this last Christmas season. So let's see what Boston and Christy are bringing us for The More Love Grows. When Helen, played by Boston, her husband unexpectedly asks for a separation just after they've dropped off their daughter at college. Dang. She struggles to navigate her newfound single status thanks to a stray dog who enters her life and the friendship of a helpful veterinarian, played by Warren, Helen rediscovers her strength and begins to forge a new path. Well, all right now, Miss New Path, this almost gives me Dating the Delaney's um, because in Dating the Delaney's, she, it was her kind of forging this new path of getting back into the dating world. That's kind of how I interpreted it and linked it. But I'm excited to see Rachel in a more dramatic role and in a more dramatic context. Same thing with Warren. Um, and also, if you are not able to watch Hallmark Channel live, you can also stream Hallmark Channel movies. Um, like if you don't have cable, you can also watch them live as they air on Peacock, or you can watch them three days after they air on Peacock. However, if you want to be able to watch them far after three days, you want to get yourself Friendly TV. That's what I have. Um, this isn't sponsored, but Friendly is so dope. You get Lifetime, and of course, I'm talking about at Christmas time, this is good to have Lifetime. I don't bangs with Lifetime in the year, during the year because they're on their Michael Jackson thriller tip. And that's not the click I clang with, okay? So, but when it comes to Christmas, you have all the major players. You have Great American Family, Up TV, Lifetime, and Hallmark. And that's all you need. Unless you like to have the other people like your BET, VH1, QVC. But who cares about them? We only want the major players when it comes to our Christmas movies. And that's who? Hallmark Channel, Up TV, Great American Family, and lifetime that's all that matters during christmas and i'm able to watch that live but they also have separate plans where you can dvr it there's a plan where you can have a three-month hold for the dvr where you can hold the movies for three months i though it's either go big or go home so i do the nine month plan so i can have movies nine months after i recorded them. <laughs> so yes i still have christmas movies from december that i still haven't watched yet 
from Great American Family and Lifetime and Up TV <laughs> that I'm slowly working my way through. Um, but I'm watching Golden Girls now, so that uh, that's kind of hard. But in any event, well, y'all, that's all I got for you for this episode. It feels good to be back. I feel like I haven't just talked to you, you know, just without having someone here, just me and you. It just feels so great. Again, I would love to know your thoughts about everything. We talked about so much this episode from Jill and Paul doing a Great American Family movie, Danica doing two movies on Great American Family, from the SAG after strike to the Hallmark Cruise to Hall to Royal Christmas Crushing a Can to Winter Castle with McGarry and Ulrip to the August movies. What are you looking forward to with these August movies? Guys, we talked about so much. I can't wait to see you guys' emails, hear you guys' voice messages. This is going to be so great. Also, if you're not following Dear Hallmark on Instagram, be sure to do that. And be sure to, if you have suggestions as well on what you want to hear, topics and subjects you want to hear talked about on the podcast, be sure to comment on that listener's choice post it is the first picture you'll see on my grid on my instagram profile and shout out again to rider jess 04 for this suggestion um this i can see this being a thing in further episodes so rider jess 04 you got a good thing going with this this will be the gift that keeps on giving for sure so you guys my name is dara this is dear hallmark there are links in the show notes um to get you more familiar with the home of dear hallmark the book that i wrote and published the facebook page the instagram the youtube channel where you'll find my first impression reviews of movies and then if you also want to watch interviews rather than listen to them you can find them on there as well so Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.